Hello, and welcome to Updates You Didn't Ask For, a weekly topical podcast by me, your host, Kristen Perman. Hi, friends. It's Tuesday, July 9th. It's um, about 11 o'clock, 11 and change in the morning. I'm sitting in my garage with the door open because I thought it was really nice to hear the birds, but it seems like there's a lot of traffic as per usual. There's a lot of helicopters as per usual, so we're just keeping it super unprofessional. Um, I guess that's on brand. I hate that. I hate that phrase. I really think that saying on brand is so weird about a person. Um, I understand that people become commodities, but I don't understand how we've become a brand um, that, and, and then if you are a brand, aren't you sticking yourself into a little bit of a pigeonhole? Um, <clears throat> that's the way I see it. And I think that that's actually a really good segue for um, today's topic, which is um, about follow through, um, probably a little bit about boundaries. Uh, also, definitely about, um, speak Kristen, it's also definitely about, you know, follow through and commitment and uh, potential and all of that. So without further ado, I think I'm going to call this episode, the armor that you think you wear is really just under armor. Um, and that's mostly about me. I'm going to preface this episode with all of this is about me and where I stand and who I am at this particular moment. Um, No judgment on you or anybody else. I'm not even talking about anybody else, even if it might seem like I'm talking about you. I promise you I'm not. So with that, um, well, I am going to be talking about someone here, but not really talking about her. I'm just bringing her up because this conversation I had with a very good and close and dear friend who always speaks the truth to me um, was what had me thinking about all of these things. Um, We were talking about me and the things that I do and the things that I don't do and all of that. And she said to me that, um, you know, you get good ideas, Kristen, and then you start looking outside of yourself. And the minute you do that, you shut down. And then she said, every time. And she said it again every time. And she's right, you know. I I mean, even just in the 13 weeks that you've been here with me, you've heard me talk about a lot of things. Um, Baking is one of them. And I'm trying to figure out what it is, my next thing that I'm going to do. And I don't really have to do anything. I'm lucky like that. But um, that's not how I've ever expected to go through this life. Um, this stay at home mom gig has always been temporary in my mind, but the husband has been saying lately, um, when people ask what, what does your wife do? He says, she's an artist and she works at home. And I really like that because that is what I do. I, I make, I make a home, right? I've been taking care of the kid and doing the domestic duties and all of that. So that's making Um, potentially I make photographs. I mean, I do still make some, I haven't made any, um, any fine artwork in a long time. And that goes back to what my friend was saying to me because 
so when we moved here, I was I was pretty prolific with with shooting. I I had been on a like a tear for a long time. And then I got it in my head that it was time for me to pursue fine art photography as a career. And I just did air quotes. So I signed up for some classes and I talked to my friend about this before I took the classes. And we talked about the fact that, that was, was taking classes going to ruin it? And not ruin it, but was it going to change how I shot? As Was it going to change how I viewed myself as an artist because... Um, because suddenly there's going to be other people involved, right? Opinions, because that's what art is a lot of times, at least art critiques. Um, but I decided that it was worth it. And I really decided that I needed to understand how a gallery worked and how to get a show and all of those things. And I did find that out. I, I was part of shows. I've been in shows. I've been in like five shows now. And all it is, is a lot of fucking money and work. People, people do buy art, but not very many people get their art bought. And when you're in a show, you're paying for the framing and you're paying for the printing. And you would think, sure, that's fine, but you have to use quality paper and you have to use quality printing services and it has to be done masterfully. And then you have to print, I mean, you have to frame nicely. You can't just go plop it into a frame and you know, push down the little like metal prongs on the back and you're done. No, that's not how it's done. So, and if you're, if you like to, to frame big, I like big, I like what blowing things up and it's expensive. So that sort of was a buzzkill for me. I'm like, fuck these shows. I, you know, I, I'm not, I've got a lot of art, a lot of framed art here in my garage. I've tried to give it away. Nobody seems to want it, which is a bummer. Um, so there's that. And I am not alone with having a lot of framed fine art photography in my garage. Um, I have a lot of friends who are in a lot of friends. I'm going to say acquaintances that are in the same thing that have framed art in their garage. So there's that part of it. I went to a portfolio review and that probably, no, I shouldn't even say probably that, that crushed me. It really fucking crushed me. I'm not going to go into it. Um, I'm too sensitive for that kind of shit, for one. And when I say it crushed me, it really did stop me. Like I pretty much can say I made work up to that point and then I stopped making work after that point. And I didn't even get a ton of negative reviews. That's not even it. Um... But it definitely broke the dream for me a little bit. And I've been trying to find my way back. I've found my way back a little bit, but still, I'm still really, um, I'm really not past all of that. And I stayed uh, within a crit group that probably wasn't doing anything for me because I took to heart, you know, everybody has their own process. And um, it really, it fed into a really terrible part of myself when and sort of like confirmed the things that I was already thinking about myself when one of the women in my crit group said, you know, every time you come in here each month, you have something new. Like, do you ever follow through on anything? And it was a fair criticism. It was a little harsh, but you know, it really, again, it just sort of stopped me in my tracks. And actually that was, that was when I decided to stop going back to that critique group, even though I should have probably stopped years 
at least a year before. Um, but I was trying to prove something to myself, which I don't even know what, one, I was trying to prove, and two, I never did prove it, so I should have just trusted my gut on that. I, I didn't waste anything. I got, I got value out of it, mostly um, learning some things about myself, which is always a good thing, right? So, so there's definitely, you know, there is that stop and start. The baking thing, very enthusiastic about it, not enthusiastic about it anymore. Mostly because, and this is what I'm going to tell you. This is what I'm going to tell you about all of my stop and starts, including the art projects that I make. I'm exploring all these things um, for something to stick. And... I can, I'm not giving up. I'm just finding out more information than, you know, you can do a Google and Google will fucking tell you whatever you want to hear, right? Like if you think you've got um, a broken arm, you can find something on Google that will tell you, you fucking have a broken arm. So I can find out all the things I want and depending on how I'm searching it, I can happy talk myself into whatever it is, right? So baking is a profession, sure. I listen, I love it and I think that it's great, but all of the people that I know that are in the food industry have all said to me that baking is a thankless job. If you think that you get paid a tiny amount as a chef, you get paid even less as a pastry chef. And then I started thinking about doing my own thing, but there's a lot of things that you have to do with your own kitchen and, you know, the health inspectors and all of that. And it's a lot of work. And it's not to say that it's not worth it. But it's just not worth it for me. Like, I don't care about whether my water is the right pH for the fucking Salem, Massachusetts food market. I just don't. And if I don't care now, how can I care later? And it doesn't mean that I've lost. Well, it is. I have lost interest. That doesn't mean I'm not going to bake and that I'm not going to continue baking. What I'm not going to do is continue taking fucking baking classes or any classes for that matter, online or in person. I'll take a workshop, a day workshop here and there, but I am done with these fucking courses. Like that baking course, you guys, I, I've i learned more from watching TV and books. And the fact that in four weeks we made jam, scones, a pie, and a quick bread. I mean, who hasn't made that stuff? Okay, maybe not the jam, but everything else Every single person that has even a remote interest in baking has made those things. It is not, that's not an intro to professional baking. I, I, I mean, I have learned a couple tips, like, you know, weigh your ingredients, you, that a KitchenAid mixer really beats a hand mixer. But, you know, I probably could have figured that shit out from watching a few more television shows or picking up the Martha Stewart baking book and following it recipe to recipe like that or the I mean the culinary institute also everybody has said that Martha Stewart's um, baking books are worth um, following her recipes are great so that's good and then I've also heard that the culinary institute culinary institute's pastry cookbook is a great one also so that's just one example Um, that's one expensive example but there are any number of courses that I've taken over the past three to five years and nothing against the people but motherfuck I 
I just feel disappointed every time. Like, it's it's all very surface. I it's nothing more that I didn't. I mean, I I guess I've learned that's not true. Not every online course. I've had a couple that have been really good, um, but in general, the ones that I've been doing as um, the ones that I've liked are the ones that I've done for fun. The ones that I've tried to do as a potential career, it's just, it's just so disappointing. I already know this shit. And especially the, the, the more airy fairy, um, esoteric kind of courses where people are basically making it up. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Am I an old jaded bitch? Probably. Are, are these people that have made these offerings to me, especially the made-up ones, a lot younger than me and I could be their mom? Sure. But, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's the fact that there isn't a lot of experience, just life experience in a person. And maybe I connect more towards, but I don't even think that's true because I take spin classes from 20-somethings and there, those, those girls can be deep, deep thinkers. So I think it's the person. I also think that um, the thing is that it has absolutely zero to do with the people, the young people, the old people, the any of the people, and has everything to do with me. And me thinking that the answer is outside of me, me thinking that somebody else knows more than me, me uh, having this fucking coat of armor that I think is so thick, like the Black Knight in Monty Python um, and the Holy Grail. I, but you know what? My armor is like under armor. It's thin and flimsy and delicate like me, a sensitive fucking flower. Like I, I'm not as tough as I, I mean, I can be tough, sure, but I'm not as tough as I like to think I am. I'm not as t- I, I, I don't even present as tough as I think I do. Like, I think I'm full of shit, pretty much. I, um, something I figured out, though, um, you know, I, I, I act like I don't want attention. And I think, and I realized that, I remembered, when I was a kid, I used to put on plays all the time. And I used to write these elaborate plays, and I'd put them on in our garage and I'd make all the kids in the neighborhood and my sister come and participate. And I think that there's some part of me that has always wanted that kind of attention. Why do I want to be in a band? Why, you know, and and yet I fight that part of myself um, and think, who the fuck am I to even want that stuff? But then I still want it, and clearly it, it, um, I'm a lot more um, transparent than I think I am, and not in a good way. Like, transparency has good and maybe not so good connotations, right? Because if you think that you're being all whatever you think you are, in my case, like the Black Knight with my toughness and my armor, and really I'm just like a fucking opposite of that, then... What is that? Is that a window? I don't know. I don't know. But it's all something to think about. And um, what I'm embracing at this point is I'm just saying what my husband has been saying. I'm an artist and I work from home. And I'm not going to backpedal. And I'm not going to explain or qualify or justify 
or make myself small because I'm uncomfortable with my privilege and my position. And, you know, I know that I know all of those things. I know that I'm privileged. I know I've got a situation that, that most people don't even, you know, like, like whatever, this is my life. This is where I am. I, I am tired of making excuses. I'm tired of backpedaling. I'm tired of, because here's the truth. All of that backpedaling, all of the things that I've been doing up to this point, I haven't liked the results. Like it hasn't been the things that I think secretly seek if I'm being really honest with myself the, the these things haven't come to me because I think a, it's a disingenuous way of approaching it right like if you want to be in the spotlight and you want attention but you're pretending like you don't then that seems weird and false so I'm just going to explore what that means what, what kind of attention do I want? Do I want to be famous? Do I want, um, what do I want, you know, and, and be real with myself. And I'm not going to have the, I'm too old, I'm too this, I'm this, you know, like, I'm not going to do all of that. I'm going to pretend like those things don't matter. Because at the end of the day, they probably really don't, right? Like when you're laying there on your deathbed, you're not, I don't, I don't want to wish for trying something that I didn't do um and I think part of that just I need to be fucking honest with myself right like I don't want to be an acupuncturist anymore and it feels okay to say that and I don't have to feel guilty about that or feel like I've wasted the time and energy because I practiced for 10 years and it was it was gratifying and in my mind, and I don't know if this is true or not, but in my mind, I went out on top and there's nothing wrong with that, right? And I've been aimless, but I haven't because I've been making a home. I've, um, so I haven't been aimless and I've been doing myself a disservice by acting as though I have been. Um, I'm proud of, I'm proud of how we've worked to get our family to this point. I'm happy with the decisions that we've made and for the planning that we've taken into everything so that even though this looks like it's impulsive, this move to Salem is planned and calculated and all of it, all of it is. Um, and that's all I've got. That's all I've got to say. I, what I'm gonna say is that I'm still figuring this out and I'm probably going to stop and start and stop and start and stop and start and stop and start. And, you know, that's who I am. If I don't like it, if I've started a project and I don't think it's going to work, goodbye. I'll go back to it if it's something that it's that, um, that needs to be made. There's some things that I've been talking about in my head and in my journals for a couple years that I started making a picture and then stopped and then I've come back to it. So it's not like I dump everything. It's just that I don't, I don't need to share everything. Even though it seems like I do share everything, I really don't. That's why this is called Updates You Didn't Ask For. Because it's rando and topical and I don't know, maybe a waste of time. 
I hope not. I hope you get joy or something every time you listen here. And I appreciate you coming and listening. And if you would write a review, that would be lovely. And if you don't like me, then please don't write a review. Um, Nothing to see here. Uh, Thank you for listening. I hope you have a great week. And I will catch you next week. Goodbye.